Hey everyone, so tonight we will be doing an interview for once, and it is going to be with Aaliyah, who is a sister of Brandon Will that was tragically murdered on February 3rd of 2020. So without further ado, let's get right into it. Um, yeah, so Brandon and I are five years apart. Um, so we grew up in Arkansas, and um, our mom joined the army, and so she kind of took us out of Arkansas for a long time, which was great because Arkansas is good because that's where my family is, but we don't go back there on purpose. <laughs> Brandon had a very difficult time growing up. He, um, he knew he was gay very early on, and there was no attempt to be anything other than himself. And I was very proud of him for that, and I loved the fuck out of him for that. Arkansas was not very understanding. Let's let's just be honest. It's Arkansas. Um, we had moved away for a little bit because our mom was in the army, and we were living in Alabama at the time. I think it was, I think it was Aniston, or I think it was Aniston where this happened. But um, Brandon was like fourteen or so. The neighbor down the street found out that Brandon was gay and for no other reason other than the fact that he's gay, came down, beat the shit out of him in the front yard, um, kicked his head into the curb until he was unconscious. Then even after he continued to just lay there because he was unconscious, he continued to kick him in the head. So he had some severe brain damage after that day so he was right around 14 when that happened how did so the neighbor find I, out it, what's that how did the neighbor find out I have no idea so I wasn't home at the time um, the information that I have about this particular incident was um, second hand at best so what I was told was that it happened and then our mom came outside saw I don't know what she saw but she saw something asked what happened and then no one she just went back inside like no one called the cops no one took him to the hospital it just it just kind of went away and his best friend was there that day his best friend Tyler and Tyler's the one that called me and said bruh like your mom didn't do anything and so that really upset me and then I called him and of course he downplayed it he said I'm fine I'm fine but I'm telling you after that day he was never the same Never. He was perpetually functioning at a much uh, younger capacity for the rest of his life. Um, so just, just to, I tell you that story because you have to know that Brandon was never operating on all cylinders after that day. So he, he definitely had some erratic behaviors, uh, but it wasn't all his fault. Hey guys, I just wanted to hop on here real quick just to tell you about this part that we just went over. Um, Aaliyah did email me later on saying that she talked with their friend Tyler and that he had kind of cleared up some of the story just because it happened so long ago. So she said, so he was actually with his boyfriend John that day. So that clears up my question about who he was with or how the neighbor found out that he was actually gay. And she said that he was with his boyfriend John that day and he was a little bit older than 14. I want to say maybe 17. And she stated that her mom did come out, but John cannot confirm if she actually saw what had happened and that maybe 
she did or didn't call the cops it's still a little bit unsure but she said that the bottom line is he never truly recovered uh, neurologically um, and then you'll learn more about that as the story goes on also i want to apologize about the background noise they are in a shooting range however they do drive off eventually so the noise doesn't last that long and brandon brandon pissed me off a lot because because of those behaviors right and i'm the older sister so i'm supposed to be raising him i'm supposed to be teaching him these things that you know this is how you're supposed to be as an adult but he he really struggled with those things so that just just to set the premise brandon was dating a guy named telly telly dawson telly and brandon were together for five years their relationship was extremely tumultuous they were always fighting they loved each other very much but there was no there were no boundaries when they were fighting it was very very problematic every time like to the point where like if they got pissed off enough at each other, one of them would leave the other on the interstate and take off. Just tumultuous, toxic, toxic relationship. They loved each other, but they were both wrong as fuck for how they handled their relationship. It is what it is. Um, so February 3rd, at the time, February 3rd, 2020. Uh, if, I, if I skip something, please just let me know. <laughs> Um, so February 3rd, 2020, Brandon and Telly were living with my mom at the time. So Brandon was 33 and, um, how was your mom? Uh, like what was her standpoint on everything? Was she okay with it? She was okay with it. Yeah. Um, she raised us very differently. It was me. It was very, um, I was kind of forced to be responsible. I was I was forced to be successful. It was, it was, yeah. So, but with Brandon, like he didn't really have to do anything. He could, if he didn't feel like going to school, he didn't have to go to school. He could just stay home. And so he, he, he was given the, the luxury of doing whatever he wants basically his whole life. Whereas I was kind of forced to be successful or die trying kind of thing. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think a lot of that had to do with she was real. She didn't know what to do with him after that incident um, when he was a kid. I think she just really wanted him to be okay. And so even if that meant still living with her at 33, because he just sometimes could not function on his own. February 3rd, 2020. Brandon and Telly tell my mom, hey, we're going to go see Telly's family uh, up in somewhere around Pocahontas, Arkansas. And um, they left. I think it was her understanding that they were gonna go see family, hang out, stay the night, whatever, and then come the next, come home the next morning. Brandon and Telly went up to somewhere around Pocahontas, Arkansas with, and they met up with Telly's brother, Kelly, Kelly, Telly, Kelly Dawson. So Telly and Kelly, and then their sister and a fourth person. I don't know who the fourth person was. I have no idea. So one thing I will tell you is my brother was a raging alcoholic. And I think it was facilitated for a long time because that was probably his way of coping with what happened to him when he was a kid. Um, 
Hi. <laughs> Brandon and Tally go up to visit fam to visit his family. I don't know if Brandon had ever met that family before. I definitely have never met them. So I don't know much about it, to be honest with you. Um, so they get up there and they're hanging out. Then the next thing that happens is the police get a call at two in the morning. And that phone call, and I don't know who made the call, someone in the car called the police and said, hey, we've been in a vehicle accident. Someone is hurt. Please come out here. The cops get out there and the car is literally in the middle of a field. There's nothing around the field for that car to have hit. So when they get to the car, they see my brother slumped up against the driver door with a giant gash across his head. We'll be off the gravel road soon. Oh, I'm sorry. No, you're good. Uh, we'll be off the road soon. Uh, so yeah, they find the gash across his head. It's it's massive. There's blood everywhere. His entire body is covered in bruises. And. So the police knew almost immediately on site that this was not a vehicle accident because there's nothing in the field for that vehicle to have hit. And there was no damage to the vehicle and no one else in the vehicle had any injuries. And there were no skid marks. Thank you, baby. See, this is why I need him. He, he helps me remember <laughs> this. Uh, and there were no skid marks. So they knew something was not right about their story. So they took Brandon to the hospital. He was not technically dead yet but when he got to the hospital he died there and after the autopsy was done they it was revealed that he had been beaten so bad that his brain detached from his spinal cord and that's what killed him so that's when they started um trying to they hadn't arrested anyone yet i should clarify that they had not arrested anyone until the autopsy came back when that came back, they had they had enough evidence to arrest somebody. The only person that they did arrest, though, was Telly's brother, Kelly. Now, the only reason they were able to get him is because some, one of the marks on Brandon's face, the shape of it, or something like something that with the forensics um, matched Kelly's fingers. Kelly has two fingers that are like super short so they could tell from the the damage done to Brandon's face because it matched his short fingers so they were able to get him arrested but the other three people in the vehicle have not been even um, put in jail they've not been there have been no forensics done on them at the very least most of us think like at the why were they not arrested for obstruction? Because they lied about an accident. None of those things happened. Um, were they so injured in the accident? What's that? Were they injured in the accident or anything like no, that? No, not at all. There were no injuries whatsoever, hmm. except for Brandon's. The other weird thing is that when they did the autopsy, they found an extremely high alcohol content. And I can't, I don't know the exact number you might be able to find it in your research channels, but um, he was so intoxicated that there was no way that he could have been conscious enough to defend himself against 
whatever the fuck happened. Remember I told you Brandon was an alcoholic and because of that, all of us were very, very cognizant about even having alcohol around him. Telly, you know, Telly was with him for five years. Telly knew never, ever, ever allow him to have alcohol because he becomes extremely obnoxious. He's just an annoying drunk. He's just, dude, get out of my face kind of thing, you know? And so my, my, my immediate question was, first of all, why was he drunk at all? And why would, why did Telly even allow that much alcohol anywhere near his vicinity? But to have that much alcohol in, in yourself, in you that you can't even defend yourself. That's not, that's not, um, that's not a choice. He didn't, he, he did not voluntarily drink so much alcohol that he couldn't defend himself like that. So there's a lot of questions about the alcohol content that nobody even investigated as far as I know. Um, so Kelly's the only one that's in or He's in jail right now, awaiting trial. They offered him a deal. The DA offered him a deal for 30 years, knowing that in Arkansas, a 30-year deal is only you're only going to spend about eight eight years in prison in Arkansas. It's just how they are. Um, I don't know if I'm missing anything. Um, he's in Kelly. Uh, when he charged previously with uh, some others. Oh yeah, previous charges for Kelly. He is a registered sex offender. Well, he is now. One of the only reason that they were able to arrest him in the beginning was because he was supposed to register and didn't. So they originally arrested him on failing to register as a sex offender. Uh, and then they were able to later apply the attempted murder in the second degree charge on him. Second degree. Um, and I don't know why they did murder in the second degree versus manslaughter either. Again, a lot of the details I have been unable to uncover because the cops don't talk to me and neither does my mom. So I'm, I'm really kind of the only one trying to advocate to get his story heard, so. Have you talked to Telly any since the accident or anything like that? I have not, um, you know, for, for understandable reasons, I want nothing to do with that motherfucker. And, you know, my mom, told him don't try to come back to my house for your stuff because it's already in the trash kind of thing so yeah we, we haven't spoken to him we have no idea what his interpretation of the scenario is um, I find it very hard to believe that they had nothing to do with it considering all of the circumstances at play I heard you mention about um, them having a toxic relationship. Do you think that mm -hmm. Telly had created some of those bruises on your brother, Brandon, or do you think someone else was responsible? I think it's very possible. I, yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the possibilities have definitely um, swam around in my head. I def, you know, obviously Kelly did the majority of the work. Kelly's much bigger. He's got the, you know, the physical evidence, the forensics pointed all to, to him but I don't think he did this alone. So all that happened on the night of February 3rd, my mom got the call to identify the body February 4th. Wow, that's that's definitely a wild story. I um, I can only imagine the, not only are you grieving your brother, but you still have a lot of unanswered questions. So I can, right. really, I can only imagine the 
the pain and the the complicated grief you must experience just because you don't really know what happened that day. And the people that do know aren't talking. So we don't know. No, I appreciate they're even giving this some attention. It, it needs attention. I de it definitely has a feeling of the, the swept under the rug thing, you know? It very, it very much feels like either the cops don't know and so they just gave up or maybe there's just not enough evidence to pursue the others i don't know i don't know yeah and that's what i'm here for like and i appreciate you taking the time to talk with me and you know letting your brother's story be heard um that's i'm just i'm literally just here recording you're the one that's telling the story so i appreciate you just bringing this to light and just shedding some information about a story that some people may not have ever heard and now they're interested in you know, I'll be doing a lot of research, but like you said, it's very limited as to what the police have done. But who's to say that someone else, maybe more, right. maybe that's probably way more qualified than I am. They might find something that will hopefully bring it at you for you as well. I've got faith that that at the very least we will get answers if this gets enough attention. So, mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> well, it was great meeting you. Thank you, you so much too. for your time. Of course. Thank you so much for, for giving this your attention. Bye. <laughs> Bye. It was nice meeting you. <laughs> I hope you guys enjoyed this video tonight. And if you or anyone that you know has had a crime case that has been swept under the rug, please get into contact with me, whether through email or through TikTok. Either way works with me. I would love to have a conversation with you. Thank you guys and have a wonderful night.